0: I'm your host, Brian Willie, along with my co-host, John Kessler. Episode 73 features the offensive line coach for Gustavus Adolphus College, Charlie Cosgrove. Coach Cosgrove will discuss his transition to coaching offensive line, his career and journey in coaching, along with his offensive philosophy and drills and techniques for teaching the Gustavus GT counter scheme. This season, Intentionally Grounded is partnering with First Down Playbook. For coaches looking for a playbook software that is user-friendly and can deliver the clarity necessary to share and communicate your scheme with coaches and players alike, check out First Down Playbook. For more information, check out their website at firstdownplaybook.com. And for our listeners of our show, enter the code IGFB20 when purchasing individual or program memberships to receive a discount at checkout. Again, that code is IGFB20. Don't forget to check out our website at IGFootballCoach.com for all our blog posts and podcast episodes. And check out our newly released YouTube channel that houses the videocast version of our podcast episodes as well, along with additional content related to leadership, football, and coaching development. Season 3, Episode 23, with Coach Charlie Cosgrove, starts now. We're joined today by the co offensive coordinator and offensive line coach at Gustavus Adolphus College, Charlie Cosgrove. Coach Cosgrove, thanks for joining us. Could you introduce yourself to our audience?
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, my name is Charlie Cosgrove. I'm in my 11th season as the, um, well, I guess not quite my 11th season as the co offensive coordinator, but in my 11th season at Gustavus, where I'm the co offensive coordinator and the offensive line coach here at Gustavus. I live here in St. Peter. Um, And I uh, played my college football at St. Cloud State, um, was uh, finished up my career at St. Cloud, and then was fortunate enough to uh, be introduced to coaching with a graduate assistant position at St. Cloud State. And um, from there, when I finished up my GA, it worked up timing wise, where uh, Coach Hogan was just starting his tenure at Gustavus, um, offered me an entry level position as a tight ends and fullbacks coach, worked uh, in that role for a uh, one season. Uh, and then went into uh, my role from there as the offensive line coach. And then um, the following season was uh, given the the title of co-offensive coordinator, and that's the role that I've been in uh, since uh, 2011. Coach, you were an accomplished defensive end for the St. Cloud State Huskies in the mid-2000s, and then you transitioned into a coaching role like you had previously stated at Gustavus. What lessons from your playing career were you able to take with you and translate into your coaching philosophy and coaching style? Yeah, I think one of the big things was, um, you know, just effort, and I think the, you know that's one of our um, key uh, pillars at Davis as well is um, just the the idea that effort is a skill. You know, for me, um, that was something that I always took pride in um, as a player was um, to be uh, be someone that that uh, you know practice with a great work ethic, um, you know. Uh, worked in uh, my off-season workouts with a great work ethic, you know, and played with a great work ethic. I was just never, I was a guy who, you know, it was my philosophy where I was, I wasn't going to let somebody, you know, outwork me. And, you know, for me, um, that was, that was probably the biggest thing was, was work ethic. Um, you know, communication. Um, you know, I studied mass communication at St. Cloud State and communication was always something that was really big to me Whether I was communicating with my coaches making sure that we were on the same page, making sure that um, I was on the same page with my teammates. Um, and that's something that I really strive for um, is as a coach is clarity and communication with, with my players. And so those are a couple of things I think that, that really tra- uh, that really translate. I try to, um, you know, st- stress a really uh, strong work ethic with our players. And, you know, for me, uh, that's something that, um, you know, is incredibly important is trying to instill that work ethic in our players that hopefully not only carries over, onto the football field where, you know, we at Gustavus truly believe that effort is an elite skill, but also into, you know, all phases of of our players' lives. And so, you know, for us um, really philosophically and kind of, um, you know, coaching style wise, it, it all starts for us at Gustavus with, with our three pillars. And um, I know you've had Coach Haugen on here before. I think he probably talked about him, but growth is really just a commitment to the process of uh, daily improvement. And that was something that, uh, for me as a player and then my early coaching careers, always trying to get a little bit better, just 1% better every day. Um, you know, effort, I talked about it in, in terms of on the field, in terms of going whistle to whistle. We want to be the team that plays the hardest. But um, really, when we talk about effort as a program value, you know, it's it's giving effort, full effort in every phase of your life. Um, and then trust, you know, that goes into communication. You know, we're trying to build meaningful relationships at Gustavus and with Gustavus football through uh, by communicating with clarity, honesty, and integrity with our players, and so that's something. Um, those are kind of some things that that translated into my my coaching style.
0: So far in your coaching career, who've been some of your biggest mentors that have helped you along so far?
1: Sure. It, well, it starts with me with Coach Haugen. You know, uh, our head coach, Egus Davis. I mean, he's been a, a big advocate of mine and helping me grow, and you know, probably stuck with me through some through some tough times. You know, in our in our uh, Ten year early at Gustavus, you know, at, in our tenure at Gustavus, 2009, 2010. You know, the first three or four years, we really struggled. And part of it was offensively. You know, we had a hard time really getting things going. But Coach Hogan stuck with me, believed in me. You know, it's taught me a lot about, um, you know, just, just growing as a person, uh, growing as a coach. Um, you know, and then the the other head coach that I worked for, uh, Coach Hedberg. You know, Coach Hedberg recruited me at St. Cloud State. Uh, Randy Hedberg, he's the, the quarterback's coach at uh, North Dakota State University, you know, he, he recruited me, gave me my first chance at St. Cloud State, and then he actually gave me my first job. He gave me my start in coaching. Um, you know, Coach Hedberg taught me just a lot about, you know, how to act as a coach with dignity, win or lose. Um, you know, just taught me a lot in terms of how you, how you treat people in this profession. And then, um, you know, the other, I, I would say I had, I had just – I was really fortunate to work with a lot of great coaches, um, you know, the, kind of the core staff when I was at St. Cloud State as a GA – Um, On the defensive side of the ball, Jim Lewis, who's now the defensive coordinator at Grand Valley State. Um, Steve Grimmett, who just finished up his tenure at St. Cloud State, he'll he'll, uh, sail off into retirement right now. He was actually my position coach, and he's really the guy that taught me a lot about being coachable, um, you know, being teachable. You know, I think he really was the guy that really uh, instilled that. Um, You know, really, my first offensive line mentor, um, the, the guy who really taught me, um pretty much everything I know about offensive line play at least in the early stages was Doug Patterson and coach Patterson he's the offensive line coach at Western Illinois University um now and uh he you know he just taught me a lot and and those guys just not only just about football but I think those guys taught me just a lot about you know how you treat people how you go about your um you know how you go about just being a professional on a day-to-day basis and um, how you treat kids the right way how you talk to kids and how you you know, talk to families and, and bring kids in and, and treat them like they're part of the family. So those are those are a few guys. I mean, there's so many um, that you know I, I'm probably not naming, but uh, those are those are a few of my uh, you know some of my key mentors in my coaching life so far. Coach, what was your biggest adjustment becoming an offensive line coach after spending all of your career playing on the defensive line? Yeah, a lot of it was the scheme and the teaching points. Obviously, they're they're very different. Um, but, but that stuff comes, you know, when I was a graduate assistant at St. Cloud State, a, a lot of my time was spent with Coach Grimmett in the film room, kind of breaking down opposing offenses. So that was kind of the beginning of the transition where I really started to kind of gravitate towards the offensive side. I was really intrigued by, um, you know, the, the goings on and the strategy on the offensive side of the ball. And, um, you know, really, especially the offensive line in terms of how um, five guys work as one and, and all that kind of thing. Um, that was something, Those are that was kind of my, my early introduction. And, you know, during my time as a graduate assistant at St. Cloud State, we had a lot of um, turmoil. There was, you know, Coach Hedberg um, right in the middle of my, my graduate assistant tenure there at St. Cloud. Um, you know, coach Hedberg was let go as head coach of St. Cloud State University. And so um, not only Coach Hedberg, but we lost uh, Steve Crutchley as well. And so we lost two guys that were prominently involved on the offensive side of the ball and i I actually asked Coach Underwood, who then was was named head coach, I actually went in and said hey if you if you guys need someone that um, you know needs someone to coach on the offensive side of the ball, if you just need a body over there i 'd love to go over there and learn and so I actually had the opportunity to coach um, the tight ends at St. Cloud State for one spring um, for for one spring ball, and that was just incredibly beneficial. I mean that changed my career, having the opportunity to work with Coach Patterson. Um, you know and, and learned from uh, from Ian shoemaker who's now the, the offensive coordinator um, at eastern washington university and and I just really that was incredibly beneficial to me and it made the transition um, that much easier for me, obviously having that time spent to um, so when I, when I coached tight ends and fullbacks at Davis for that first year so um, in terms of what my biggest adjustment was, I think it was more just um, you know it's it's a different style you know I think when I was coaching defense sometimes when you coach defense and and you play defense, it's just how hard can you go? How physical can you be? How intense can you be? And, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, I think I've found that, that uh, you know, the offensive guys maybe like to think a little bit more, maybe like to process a little bit more. Um, but, you know, the, the offensive lineman, the, the typical offensive lineman is just a little bit different mentality-wise from the typical defensive lineman. So I think just in terms of, you know, how I'm working with the players and how I'm communicating with the players and the expectations, um, you know, it, it doesn't really necessarily change. Um, uh, I guess in terms of the core principles, but maybe just you know it, it is different. I think from a mentality standpoint, and that was probably my biggest adjustment and my biggest learning curve was just the the mentality. You know that uh, you know the I guess just the it's a different style on on uh, the offensive side of the ball as it is um, as opposed to the defensive
0: side. If you had to describe your offensive philosophy as it relates to offensive line play, and maybe run game wise, how would you describe it?
1: Sure. What we try to talk with our guys a lot about is, is playing fast, playing physical and being a finisher. So it's fast, physical finish. And when we talk about playing fast, you know, we're not necessarily um, trying to run hundred plays a game, you know, or anything like that. We're not an uptempo team by nature. Uh, we do, we are no huddle, but we're not necessarily an up tempo team. But when we talk about playing fast, it's really just about playing uh, with optimal confidence. You know, playing fast to me is about getting to a point through preparation, through practice, through your time spent in the weight room, through your time spent in the playbook to where you can play with a clear headed, unshakable mental and physical confidence. And that's really the goal for us and and me is to get my guys to that point. um, You know, to where they're playing fast, they're playing as fast as they can possibly play on every snap. Right. So sometimes, you know, offensive linemen will look at me sideways when I bring, you know, we have recruiting visits and things like that. It's like, I just want to see how fast and how confident you can play on every snap. So um, that's something that, uh, that's kind of where it starts is we want our guys to play fast and play with confidence, you know, physical, um, you know, we're in the shotgun, we're no huddle, you know, my tackles playing two point stances, my guards have the option to play in a two point stance if they want. So, you know, I think sometimes you, you look at that and you think, Oh, they're spread, you know, and Gustavus Davis is probably, known. we're probably known a little bit more so for our passing game. You know, we've had a, um, just a, a line of great quarterbacks here over the past, you know, seven years, eight years, um we've had some great receivers as well, some of the best receiving cores in Division three football. But you know really, at the end of the day, what to me, what football still comes down to is moving people against their will and being physical at the point of attack, and so that's something that we're always going to stress is trying to be physical, and then we want to stress to finish, you know finish every rep, finish every drill, whether it's in the weight room, whether it's in the practice field, working through a drill, um, whether it's a drive, you know, whether it's a game, whatever it is. And then hopefully that mindset carries over. And, um, you know, if we're finishing everything that we do on the football field, hopefully that mindset carries over um, to what we're doing, you know, off the field. And so, um, you know, we talked about our program philosophy earlier of growth, effort and trust. But I think in terms of how I talk to the offensive line and how we talk to our offense, you know, we want our guys to think about being fast, physical, finish. Coach, one of the plays you've become well-versed in as, as of late has been the, the guard tackle counter scheme. What drew you to the scheme, and what were some of the biggest resources that you consulted when you were installing it? Sure. Yeah, I think, you know, what drew us to the play, I think, initially is, um, you know, the, the idea that the gap scheme, I think, really fits our players, our personnel. You know, we're not in a position, I guess, Davis, at least, you know, not yet. I think we're getting there. We're getting, we're moving, we're moving along here, I think in terms of the personnel and and everything like that, but we haven't really necessarily been in a position where, um, you know, we can just line up and just, and just move people, you know, vertically against their will. Um, And so I think our guys, you know, our guys are more in the range of, you know, probably kind of right in the middle in terms of size in our conference. You know, our guys are particularly gonna be anywhere between two hundred and forty-five pounds and two hundred and seventy pounds. We do have a couple bigger guys now, which is again where we're trying to get, but you know, our, our guys I think are probably um you know a little bit more a little bit more athletic. And so we try to use use those skills. And so we felt like, you know, some of the movement stuff, um you know, being able to use guys as pullers, being able to create um, angles for guys at the point of attack, I think really fits our players' skill sets and, and our guys really like enjoy the play. Um, I think also just the numbers. We feel like, you know, with the with GT counterplay, um, feel like you can create extra gaps at the point of attack. Um, feel like you can, you know, we're, we're primarily, and we have been primarily an 11 personnel team um, in the past, we transitioned and we got a couple of good tight ends and, um, and we've transitioned to being a little bit more of a, a multiple tight end team, um, you know, where we're in 12 personnel, probably closer to half the time. But really, it's about trying to um, give people problems, hopefully with numbers at the point of attack. Um, in terms of some of the biggest resources, you know, what I think the, the first um, team that really caught my eye, there's really probably kind of a combination, but I think the, the the three things the the first team was Oklahoma you know o- Oklahoma Sooners um you know under under Lincoln Riley their their GT counter I mean we, we probably had about three years worth of their film um and really what stood out was was them you know was their GT counter scheme you know and how that might fit with what we're doing um you know so that was that was a huge resource for us and then you know, honestly, within our league, um, I'd be lying if I didn't give credit to Bethel. I mean, Bethel uh, is about as good at running the GT counter as anyone, you know, I've seen, you know, and they're, if you guys are ever looking for another resource on it, you know, their offensive line coach uh, does a really good job. I think their players do a really good job. So, you know, they were another team that we looked at. And, and then we kind of combined the GT counter um, scheme with some of the principles that, Um, North Dakota State uses and when they teach their gap scheme, you know, how they teach some of the pulls and some of the techniques and some of the aim points and things like that. Um, You know, and so those are those are a few of the resources that that we've used as we've kind of trying to grow our scheme.
0: For the full video of this clinic, including video cut-ups from Coach Cosgrove's GT counter scheme at Gustavus, please visit our YouTube channel by searching Intentionally Grounded.